There were more than four downs run, so they may have See, run five downs. Instead of the game being over, it appears that the Redskins get the fifth down. And the cat is elusive. He's Who brought walking. the cat? He's walking to the three. He's at the two. Fielding the cat runs into the end zone. That is a touchdown. Snap. Placement. Kicked by Hartley. And it is. It is good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Pigs have flown. Hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. All right, everyone, welcome back to the fifth down. I'm the captain. I'm Tootsie. All right, guys. So uh, basically, we're here tonight because the 2022 NFL schedule has finally dropped. Um, we're going to give you the basically, we're just going to give you the one team that we care about. We're going to talk about the Saints tonight. Who that? You know, um, you know, where we can maybe project that they're going to end up. Um, Vegas has them at eight games, seven, eight games. Uh, I think the over is seven, so they have to win eight. Um, you know, I, I have it a little bit more, but it, it's a rough schedule um, the way it's planned out. Um, week four, we, you know, play that early morning game in London. And then the very next week on the Sunday, normally after you play an international game, you have your bye week. So we were on the assumption we were going to have a week five bye, which would have been horrible for the, for the team. But we play the very next week. Our bye is not until week 14, I believe it is. Week 12, I'm sorry. Yeah. 12 or 14. It, it's way 14. back late in the 14. season. It's 14. I'm looking at it right is, now. Which can be beneficial because you have that week off towards the end of the season if you're poised to make it into the playoffs. Um, but if you're still fighting for that last, you know, one of those last positions being that late in the season can be real detrimental because um, you're going through injuries and all these things like that, that can just pile up and pile up. So um, the schedule makers, I believe were not in our favor this year. No. And then on the back end, we get the Falcons, the Browns, the Eagles, the Panthers. Yeah. And... So the, the, the back end after the buy is easy, right? I mean, you would think it'd be easy. You, anyway. you I mean, say that I'm not, I don't, Atlanta um, loaded up on enough defense, and that's always going to be tough. Cleveland is going uh, to have Deshaun. Cleveland is going to have Deshaun Watson at that point, and Philly is just they're loaded. Yeah, but the the, the only they're thing loaded. I can really say about um, only thing I can say about Atlanta at this point is Marcus Mariota. Yeah, yeah. But I um, think I think by that, the end of the year they're going to have the rookie in there. But look, first four games. At Atlanta, Tampa at home, at Carolina, and then Minnesota and London, which is, you know, it's Minnesota. Right. You never so, know. I think we, I, could go, we could go three I, and one here, and yeah. I could also see two and two. I think three and one's more more of a uh, legitimate um, Who, Who's the one? Run here. Um, is it Minnesota? The, here, or here's is the question. The, the, the one is either going to be Tampa or it's going to be Minnesota. I don't know if the Saints can keep that that stretch we have up with Tampa, where we're beating Tommy every every time. I don't know if we can keep that up. So it's it's either we're going to lose to to Tampa right there, or it's going to be we're going to lose to the Vikings at Tottenham in England. You know mm -hmm. that that international game is always a rough one. It's never played out right. You're not, you know, you don't know what's happening. It, it's just one of those that it's difficult. To project 
you know, because it's that you got the travel, you got the press release, you got all this other foolishness that goes along with not what you deal in with on a normal game. And then, like I said, not having that buy, having to come back and play that very next Sunday on a noon game against uh, Seattle. I mean, that's that's best case scenario because of Seattle, right? Drew Locke, what else have they done? And let's you know, let's so, talk about the games after that, right? Because those first five games, you've got one or two two games that are tough, mm-hmm. and then then you get this: Cincinnati, yeah. Arizona, yes, Vegas, yes, Ravens, Steelers, yes. Rams, 49ers, Tampa. That's yeah, a that, gauntlet. That is the every the, one of those teams is a playoff contender, except maybe Pittsburgh. But I, yeah, I don't um, ever think they're out of it. I don't, I don't know about Arizona. I don't, I don't feel Arizona. Um, that's that's the game the Saints play primetime Monday night um, against Arizona. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Um, I, I feel like that's a game poised for the Saints to win under the highlight. Mm-hmm. You know. With, with Kyler Murray's foolishness going on there, that can be a big, big problem for him. You know, for Arizona is what I'm saying. It could be a big plus plus for the Saints at this point. Um, but that gauntlet is going to be rough. I mean, looking just at that that setup. So we we are we talking about the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games right there. Mm-hmm. Nine game run. I mean, that's like that got three and six written all over it. You know, I mean, that, that's, and, and that's, I mean, that that's, that's tough. You know, I, I have us, I have us projected probably at 10 and seven. Um, if we can get those wins against, against Tampa, that puts us in the, in the, you know, the lead for the division at this point, but yeah. that run from week six to week 13, that is going to be the test of your team. That is going to tell you. Who's doing what? It's going to tell you how they're, how they're, you know, Dennis Allen is doing his job. It tells you everything that you need to know about the Saints right there. That meat, that that seven game stretch is is probably going to be the toughest in in the entirety of football because every single one of those teams are playoff caliber, are ready to be playoff caliber. It, it's just kind of one of those those things. You know, you you got the defending defending champs. I mean, Pittsburgh probably might end up being an easier game. Um, so that, that's a lucky one. Um, Baltimore. I don't know. Monday, they still have Monday all night. the weapons there. And Trubisky is going to be better than Ben was last year. Yeah, but I don't know if, if, if it should be if it's going to be Trubisky. I think it might be Kenny Pickett, you know. So that, that's, I, that's what you're going to have uh, going on there. But like I said, it, it, it's this is going to show you what the Saints are made of, right? If the Saints come out of this, and, and I have them at 10, I can see why Vegas said seven, looking at the way that this schedule lines up. But, I mean, it starts favorable and it ends favorable, but that middle is just, that is, that got rough written all over it. Yep, I am not, I, I still think it's going to be good football to watch. You know, the Saints are going to be a, another must-watch team this year for sure. And, I mean, look, yeah. we got Houston, we got Green Bay, and we got the Chargers uh, for the preseason, right? Yeah. Uh, that's just – they have looks like they haven't finalized that yet. Um, you know what? Let's do this. Yeah, no, it's – it's 
at Houston, at Green Bay, and then uh, home against the Chargers. Dates dates are going to be uh, dates are going to be what we're going to figure out later on. But those are definitely the games um, that we're going to have to face. Yep. Schedule release. Oh, they have not officially released it yet. Okay. I thought it was going to be out by the time we started. Eh, whatever. What, the uh, preseason schedule or? The, the official schedule, the whole thing. It's officialized, but. Well, I mean, this um, is the whole thing. This is this is, this is is it. I mean, you're looking at the schedule here. It's just those preseason games. They don't know when they're going to start and how they're going to make it go on. But, um, yeah, so we got that. Um, I mean, that's, that's nothing else to really say about that, right? I mean, that's going to be a tough schedule. Like I said, I haven't projected about 10 and 7. Um, I don't know where you're at, Tootsie. Just, you know. I think nine and eight. I'm trying to be realistic this year. Yeah. But I want to see a ten and seven. I think that's a a legitimate possibility. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm I'm hoping for ten and seven. That'll put us in good position to uh to do something to make the playoffs. Like I said, possibly win a division. And and, and what that means by that, it depends on what Tampa Bay does. And because I don't think the Falcons are going to be fighting for it. And I don't think Carolina is going to be fighting for it, right? Yeah. Um, they made good moves in their um, in their in their drafts, but both of those teams have so far to go to be competitive again. And I, I don't see that happening this season, especially with the lack of quarterback on either team. Yeah, it's 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 our division to win. Like we can win this division, and with the defense. Uh, you you say it's our division to win. I say it's more like Tampa's division to lose at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Because you know, as 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 a huge. But we've had we've I had am, their number. We've had their number. We 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 have. But the reality of it is, is that the Saints, no Drew Brees, no Sean Payton, you know, new coaching staff. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's the same people, but it's still under new leadership with Dennis Allen. You know, you got different position position coaches here now that when we had before. Um, and you know, Jameis Winston is—is is he going to continue on where he left off with that five and two start? Are we right. going to get? Are we going to get that Jameis Winston, or are we going to get thirty for thirty, Jameis? I, I know, think we're going to see the new Jameis, and I'm—I'm I'm excited about it. I—I'm looking forward to it. I think he's going to be surprise some people this year. I hope so. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan. Look, I—I lo- I like Jameis. Uh, he has the—he has the all the talent in the world it's the football knowledge you know where to throw the ball and, and that's that's the question that's the big question mark left with him for me is can he can he bring it to that next level because I, I think you know i put the bet on him last year to win um mvp I, I thought he was poised to do that last year i think um if michael thomas would have been playing from the start if we could have done put something together on the um receiving squad that was a good possibility this year i mean i'm not making that same bet but i think with michael thomas you know uh chris alave you know just we're still not done we're still going to make some moves in in free agency the the closer it gets to the season the cheaper jarvis landry landry gets and he would be a good addition into the wide receiver room yes regardless of all he is is just a slot receiver running you know, running slants. If he becomes a new slant boy, 
that that's perfect. Who cares? Right. Exactly. Who cares? Win. Um. Exactly. And, Put and your pride aside and win. He would be perfect in our receive in our receiving room. Um. But back to what I was saying about Tampa and, and Tom Brady being 43 years old at this point, right? 43, 44 going into this season. Um, does he have the chance to ruin his legacy? Is, is this is this the season that he puts it all out there and he just can't perform? You know, does his body finally give up on him? I, I don't know. Um, you know, Brady's earned – he's earned it, you know? Yeah. And I think – I think he still loves to play. And it's like yeah. he said he said a few years ago, he's like, I'll stop when I suck. Yeah. Yeah, I, but 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 we, we'll look at it this way. Okay, this this is Chris's this is Chris's opinion on it. Brady will never ruin his legacy. Now while I tend to want to agree with you, I I look back at the fact of the way that Peyton Manning ended his career. Right? Um Peyton Manning's last Let's take a look at that. Hold on, let me let me pull up the stats real quick because his his stats for his last couple of years, you know, using the official NFL.com. So look, in twenty fourteen, I'm, I'm using the eye test with, with with Peyton on this one, right? Yeah, but look look at the difference here. Okay, in twenty fourteen, uh, did they win? It was twenty fourteen. They won the Super Bowl, right? Or was that 2013? No, 2015. They won the Super Bowl his last year, his very last year. So if if he retired in 2015, and I know he was hurt. So, I mean, that takes a lot of it off. But 2,249 yards, he didn't play as many games. He only played 10 games. I mean, look, he's coming off of 4,500-plus yard seasons. Yeah, those those extra six games would not have got him that that, that other 1,500 yards, right? God, no. God no! Okay. The defense won that that Super Bowl for him. Well, well, that's my point. I mean, just go back to look. Just go back to remembering the way that he played. And you're right, Chris. You know, he didn't ruin his legacy because he was able to go out on top. Now, if he's that guy who comes back, that that Ben Roethlisberger, right? You remember the remember Ben's last season? Okay, think back. Think back to Ben last season. The inability to throw the long ball anymore. Very, very short passes. You know, he still took that, took those shots, and he missed it, right? I mean, we're talking about really good quarterbacks here. So, yes, it's hard for them to ruin their legacy. And look, but, he, he but was going down year before last, right? So Right. So, I mean, he, he was, he's one who pushed it. Now, I'm saying if Brady pushes it one more year or two more years, and, and my point behind it is what does he have left to even prove to us, right? I mean, he's won it all. He's done it with two teams. He's, you know, won MVPs. He's he's won Super Bowl MVPs with with both teams. He's, you know, will will go down as the greatest of all time when you talk about quarterbacks. There's not going to be another quarterback you can talk about for the next fifty years that's gonna that's gonna top Tom Brady. I just don't see it. Like, I mean, I'm even taking Patrick Mahomes out the equation here because he's doing everything he can to ruin his career by taking the giant contracts and not being able to put somebody behind him. And and I agree, you got to get it when you can, but um, Brady did. Manning was a little more rough on that, uh, Chris. Uh, Manning's last season was bad. 
I mean, he, he just did not look good at all. And, and those yards, uh, the 2,500 yards, most of that came from the beginning of the season. As the season went on, he got worse and worse. Um, and he, he took a risk, and he, all, he was almost that guy that could have ruined his legacy. You know, he lucked out to being backed up by an amazing defense that was able to win him that Super Bowl. But if this, if this would have been on Peyton's shoulders, they would not have won this game. You know, and, and that that's where I'm getting at with, with 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 Brady. Does he keep going? Will he be that guy that finally does it and just stinks stinks on ice and, and look completely ruins his career? Well, not ruins his career, or his, you know, it, it, it is going to be almost impossible for him to ruin his legacy. But you know, it, it's he can make himself look bad at this point, and people always remember the last thing they saw. Anything, Tootsie? You're just leaving me out to leaving me out yes, to try Yes, yes, I'm leaving. No, <laughs> and the same thing goes with that. And yeah, I he just loves the game too much, and that's the thing with Brady. Like he loves okay. to play football. With, with with him signing this giant contract with Fox for uh, broadcasting, right? Because this came out the last couple of days. Um, does this signal the end of his career? Because, I mean, we had the same thing with Drew Brees. They were talking about him signing a, a giant broadcasting career, and then the next season he, he you know, ties it up. And, and Drew's another one. You know, he played until he really couldn't do it anymore. The injuries took him out of the took him out of that last season. And, I mean, was that the cause of him leaving? Does that put a stink on his legacy, the fact that he was never able to get back to another Super Bowl at this point with, with – probably three or four of the best teams that we've had, you know, that we've seen. And they just couldn't push that over the top. And, I mean, you look back to the Rams game, right? So we had the the, the no call. And then in the overtime, another no call, but we're not going to bring that up. But, you know, he threw the interception to end the game. Yep. You, you know, and it mean, was these just are the not- things that we remember. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you could almost say about Drew, you know, did his last season, was that a stain on his legacy? I don't think it was. But yep. the way it the um, way it ended was just rough. The and, last season that ended with what, uh, throwing interceptions to, to Tom Brady in the, uh, in the Superdome? In the, in the Superdome, game. yeah. I mean, and that's what we remember. You know, you always remember for the last thing you do. You know, not everyone can end their career the way Peyton Manning did, winning a Super Bowl. It's just not going to – it just doesn't happen for everybody. You know, look at Brett Favre, right? He went out on top in Green Bay and then went piss around the league for four more years, you know, with the Jets and the Vikings, and he's done some questionable things after that, you know, to continue to ruin what he has going on. But um, – But he has, he has probably the most unbreakable record in sports. I that? think it's – Brett Favre, his consecutive start record, okay. that will never yeah. fall. That will yeah. never fall. Not, yeah, I mean, never. not in today's game with the Panthers we have playing. Um, pros, even greats, rarely go out on their terms. Um, agreed. And like I said, Peyton Manning, well, 
I mean, uh, you could argue that that's argue... rough because for the summer, you know, I, I think it, I, I don't disagree with you on everyone, but for me, like I, I'll always remember Drew Brees is great stuff. Right. But those interceptions in that last game with, with, with Tampa will always be there. The, the, the interceptions, you know, the the Rams game, the next season with Tampa, all of that stuff just it, it just always makes me remember what happened there. And if Drew Brees was playing at a higher level, because we saw that we saw the decline in his long ball, right? He mm-hmm. went to the short passes. You know, is the decline in Drew Brees in those last few seasons, if we had a different quarterback at this point, still playing at the same caliber. That's that's the problem is, is that when you when you're dealing with a quarterback like Drew Brees, you have to be able to replace that caliber of quarterback and not everyone can do that right off the bat. So, no. I mean, and look, just, other guys, we could talk about Jerry Rice, you know, his last couple of yeah, years with, well, the, I mean, with the Raiders you, and the Seahawks. Oh, you're forgetting um, Jerry Rice tried out. I mean, tried to play for the Broncos his last season. Right. Yeah. So he, he was, didn't even make, you know, didn't even make it out of, out of training camp. So somewhere out there, there's a Denver Broncos fan with a Jerry Rice Jersey that he's never even seen the field after the fact you know he, he played played like one preseason game and was cut immediately after that game now so, you want to talk about somebody who did go out on top barry sanders i mean that's that's a guy who you know he yeah, was but, like yeah but he never really uh, reached the tiki, pinnacle tiki barber he won the super bowl retired okay so he went out with like a a, a peyton manning situation yeah i mean I mean, one we can talk about. Of, I mean, even go back. Let, let's 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 flip sports here. Let, let's go, Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. So I mean, wins, wins, wins everything with the Bulls, and then finishes career with the Wizards. You know, he is he is still one of the greatest. I'm not going to say the greatest. I think we just talked about that last year with our uh, top ten. Uh, Receivers, I think we we made it through did receivers. Then we did not make it to receivers. Actually, we, we did quarterbacks. About... We did. You know, we what? we'll get to receivers. We'll, we'll do get, receivers yeah, we got to do, do receivers. But that was just modern era, so I think we have to re- we have to retool how we do this because yeah. it's so hard to compare the damn near a hundred years of football, yeah. right? Like you just yeah. you can't you can't yeah, you, you can, almost can't you almost can't chop it up. At 2000, you almost have to go to like 2004 ish. Yeah, when it goes down really to it, though, you, you you don't yeah. you, you don't you can't talk about when you're talking about receivers. You can't do anything about the receiver. Um, you know, in the early, you know, before the 80s, when you could, when you could beat you the know. shit out of the quarterbacks and like you know, you know in the 80s, oh, it'd be called it, interference it was, today, but was fined 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah, in the 80s, it was a running game they ran the ball that's what they did you know um and before that it, it didn't be, it didn't become a passing lead till in the late 90s you know actually into right. more of the 2000s middle 2000s yeah. when it became well, a like, real true late, passing late, lead. yeah i mean greatest show on turf was really kind of when you uh randy moss was probably yeah. one of the first uh receivers mm-hmm. in that in that era mm-hmm. um you know jerry rice was before then so what he did with the with the 49ers at that point, that, that those were amazing, but uh, and then yeah. look, you, that's, you got that's, other what, guys. that's the point we're saying right now. <laughs> yes, that that's exactly what I'm saying. Like receivers didn't matter at this point; they didn't care. 
if you went up over the middle, they made you pay for it. You know, now you can't even breathe hard on them and they're going to take you out. But I mean, what I'm saying is I don't want to see a quarterback like Tom Brady, who I never cared about before. And, you know, sully his name at this point because he earned my respect with coming to Tampa and winning the Super Bowl there. He earned my respect. So I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him fall down the line and, and just totally just shit the bed for the next couple seasons and think, oh, I can still do it. I can still do it. I don't it. think he will. I, I mean, my point. Will. My point to it is, what does he have left to prove to us? I, I think it's it's nothing. nothing. He, he has nothing everything. left. Beautiful sells cars and shampoo. Yeah, I mean, he'll always be that. And he is, now, he is a beautiful, now one of the he is objectively a beautiful man. Yeah, and now one of the highest paid sportscasters. But I mean, you know, that brings me to someone who, you know, another topic real quick. It brings me to someone. Um, you know, who I have much disdain for in my life, but um, Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, he got all this love from everything to do from the media. Everyone loved Aaron Rodgers. He was the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then all of a sudden last year, you know, lying about not lying or just omitting facts about COVID vaccinations and people, you know, didn't care for him as much, right? I respect the shit out of him for it. Well, that's he, you. He made his but, decision. He said, screw this shit. I'll take the consequences. I don't care. I mean, all his off-season antics, you know, everything with crying about, I want a receiver, I want this, I want that. You know, same thing this year. I'm not going to play for y'all, this and that. Throw everybody up in the air, and then he signs a huge contract in the last season, which makes him lose one of the better um, receivers in the game. Dude has gone off the man's bun deep and, oh, and got full of himself. That's what I'm saying. So, you the know, man go, the best. Oh, so we God. can go back and, and we can say that maybe, maybe um, Aaron Rodgers is the guy that ruined his legacy at this point, right? I mean, because he had everybody's love he, and he's he's done it. He's been the hero long enough to see himself turn into the villain. But at the end of the day the front office of green bay did not support him enough and mike mccarthy is a terrible coach we're back on you, you always turn this into mike mccarthy's a terrible coach we i try i try to work it in wherever i can <laughs> because it's true and he just happened to ruin aaron Rodgers' legacy yeah, we know that mike mccarthy is a horrible coach but throwing a little hissy fit the way he is and then look at i mean I'm, this is not someone who has a legacy at this point, but Kyler Murray's taking the same, the same boat, right? Yeah. You know, throwing fits and crying. Oh, I want this. Give me a big contract. Okay, but, 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 but no, Aaron Rodgers was way more polished than Kyler Murray is at this point in his career. Oh, agreed. But that's, but what I'm saying is, I mean, we're getting to a point to where this, this prima donna stuff in the league is getting very prominent. You know, you had you had the receivers go on the run, all mm -hmm. because Christian Kirk got paid in Jacksonville. All the receivers receivers got out and cried at Devontae Adams, huge contract to go to uh the Raiders. Um Tyreek yeah, Hill, giant okay. contract to go those to those two those two deserve it. Yes, they do. But I mean look at it like you have to look at it at this point. There's only so much sal salary cap you have, and yes, the salary cap is super inflated. You know, we're almost at 200 million at this point. But when you're given a, 
almost, I said almost, I didn't say 200. I think it's like 180 or, or some, somewhere around there. Don't quote me on that. But um, I won't. What's the over and under on AB playing next season? Um, the XFL kicks off next season, so there's a possibility for that. Um, 208.2. Okay, so it's over 200 million, right? Yeah, 208 million. Okay, so, and, and we've seen a huge run on guaranteed contracts this year. So that that better that better be a very short lived because it's going to turn the NFL into the NBA and no one and it's going to just it it's not going to work with a hard salary cap. It's just not. Yeah. I mean, you there, can't there, do max, a, you cannot do max contract in the NFL. It's a stupid decision. They're, they they're even that shit in the bud. They're even signing rookies to guarantee money. <laughs> Yes, I would love to see that. AB versus he hate me? Yes. Yes. Actually, I'm really looking forward to the XFL coming back. Um, I hope they keep the same teams. You know, go St. Louis Battle Dragons. You guys are my Rawr. old team. Uh, Battle Hawks or Battle Hawks, not Dragons, Battle Hawks. Um, that was my team, but, you know, COVID took them down. Um, but I'm sorry, I can't get over this AB. Versus he hate me. That that would just be perfect. Uh, um, that was Pac-Man Jones, wasn't it? Adam Jones? I believe so. Um, where was I? You, you just totally derailed my train of thought there, Chris. Uh, oh, God. Tootsie, you're going to have to jump in, dude, because I, I totally lost. No, I think, I think that was... I think that was <laughs> I think that was Rod Smart. I don't remember. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. But anyway, well, I mean, he, he hate me is also Vince McMahon's thing too. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. Ridiculous. That was Vince McMahon trying to turn wrestling into uh into uh football, and that just didn't work. That's, yeah, that's no. why the first XFL failed. Um, I mean, he tried. Was, he tried. Yeah, he he hate me was Rod Smart. Okay, I yeah, had to Rod Google Smart. that real yeah. fast. Um, I told you that. No, you said it might be rock. Whatever. Anyway, um, God damn it, I forgot. You, you got me, Chris. I'm gonna put this up one more time because uh, you, you took it out of me. I lost what I was saying. Um, where what where what were we even talking about? Aaron Rodgers and Max and and, and rookie rookie deals. There it is. Okay. Yeah, there's been a huge run on rookies getting guaranteed contracts. You know, we're getting back to what we were before the last um, bargain agreement to where, um, you know, teams were offering rookies, you know, giant contracts drafted one through 10. Yeah, Jermarcus uh, Russell. Yeah, don't blame me for getting Jermarcus. seen out. No, that, that, it's you and age, Chris. So, I mean, let's just, you know, throw that out there. But, you know, they're, they're giving these big contracts now to rookies and they're guaranteeing the money, which is, we're getting right back to where we were with Jamarcus Russell. Sam Bradford, I think, was the last quarterback to get drafted under these huge contracts before we – before they, uh, Yeah, uh, it was Sam Bradford. Down. Yes, yes. You know, and, and they're doing it. They're, they found they finally found a way, and it took them a, found, took them a way, way to get there to come full circle and start paying because, these rookies. Because Sam Bradford now. kept getting hurt. Jamarcus Russell got a sixty-eight million 
deal with 31 million guaranteed yeah from the raiders and then he showed up to camp fat not of shape and just yeah. basically lost the starting job yeah well no and, they gave him the starting job like two years and he just didn't do anything with it he wasn't the only one i mean there was there was a massive run on, on quarterbacks getting paid too much money you know first round picks getting paid too much money and that was the idea of the new bargaining you know the new the new rules on the the max contracts for rookies you know one through ten you get paid this that's it it's easy you sign your rookies and you're done so now it's creating for other teams more problems to sign their rookies because oh well i mean the jets rookie just got a guaranteed contract i want a guaranteed contract you know we're getting right back in the way to where it's going to be rookies holding out not playing unless they you know get me my money you know and but i mean here's the thing and Tennessee, Kansas City, they, they, they took this approach. Is They said, you know what? We're going to let our established receivers go. We're going to let the guys that we pay, you know, they're going to test the water and get all this money. But we're going to just reload on the draft, and we're going to take advantage of the younger receivers, kind of like what the running back situation has been, you know, the last few years, where you get these running back, these young running backs, you ride them through. You maybe give them a two or three year extension. You let them go, and yeah, you, know, and, you get and, one ex- as a running back. You get one extension from your rookie year with your with your team. And that's um, it. but are we going to be there again with um, or is receiver that next position that's going to run through that? It you might know, be. We, we're, we did quarterbacks. You just seen you just seen a huge run of quarterbacks change hands. You know, a lot of them after their first rookie deal, some of them still on their rookie deals at this point. Baker Mayfield still has not moved. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's coming. That's still going to happen. It's still, yeah. When, but that's still going to happen. Somebody's going to um, get a great deal. Yeah. But, I mean, what, what, I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is what is the league going to turn into? You know, these these contracts, these deals, these guaranteed money. All of these things is gonna it, it puts a damper on what you have going on as a team because now you can't use that money all in free agency that you had. So you only have this certain amount of money that you set aside for you to sign your rookies, and now you have to be able to sign them with guaranteed contracts. So that's going to hit you on a salary cap even harder than it would before. You can't you can't make those contracts back end it, you know, to where you can have that heavy load on the end because they want that money now. You know, and I get it. I mean, I understand it. I mean, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go put my knees out and I'm gonna lose my lose my career in the first two years, I want to get paid first. But I mean, you haven't proven anything, and that's always been the deal with the rookies. You haven't proven anything, and and what we've seen the last few years is that a lot of first round picks aren't panning out right now. You know, I mean, look 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 the number one overall pick. You know. It's just not panning out like it used to. Trevor so, Lawrence. Well, I mean, that, that was one guy. year. That that was one year. That was Urban Meyer. I don't, you know, I don't know how much of that was on him or how much yeah, was on Trevor fair. Lawrence. That's so fair. I'm going to look at, I'm going to give him a mulligan on his first season. And I'm going to look at this year as his first true year, you know, being under, you know, being under the new head coach. I think it's Doug Peterson, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the new head coach of Jacksonville. And, and just this is his rookie year, you know, just like Joe Burrow. His first season didn't count. Last year was his rookie year. 
you know, because he went out with that knee injury. But, I mean, that's all I got. I can keep on rambling about football because it's what I do. But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, we just I mean, we got to say bit. something for next week. Yeah, and we, <laughs> look, we've got we've got a few more trades and moves, and you know that are going to come uh, before training camp starts. So, we'll uh, and OTAs and all that good stuff. Yeah, and we we'll, got to get we'll you that top ten list of re- receivers. I want to do that. And we, we'll probably kick off a state of the division uh, right before the season. Just kind of we'll, – we'll go quicker this year. Those those episodes got really long last year. So, yeah, we'll try to we'll try to cut it down a bit. But just kind of take a look at each team in each division and, and try to predict uh, where everyone's going to land. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm not going as high as I did last year. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we had that extra game. Who knows? That's what you said last year. But all right, guys, that's all we got for tonight. Um, we'll hit you up next week sometimes, talk about whatever else happened or anything new, um, if anything happened. Um, but, yeah, we'll see you next week. All right, guys. Peace. Good night. God bless. Peace.